This is the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Dan, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Eric Walling and Mason versus Eric Ede and newcomer slash kind of returning player slash he's been on before but never on a full game, Greg Zeffner. Welcome to the bench, Greg. Why don't you just take a minute and let us know where you're from, teams you root for, anything else you'd like to share with us. Hi, Dan. Thanks for having me here. Um, Greg Zethner, originally from New York, currently living in San Diego, California. Uh, teams I root for, still a big fan of the New York teams, mostly baseball. Grew up a Mets fan, still a Mets fan. It's a tough life. Not anti-Yankee, which is rare. Uh, still follow the Knicks and the Jets. That, that's pretty rough as well. I think that about sums it up. Ouch. Sorry about that. And... Um... You're teaming up with Eric today. Eric, uh, how you doing? Let us know your team name. I was doing well until the Lightning are trying to ruin my evening. Um, but that's gambling related, so we'll leave that for another podcast. Um, I'm fine. Fine. We're going to go with fine. Anyway, um, Greg and I talked briefly before. We both love Seinfeld. And it's anytime somebody tells me they love Seinfeld, there will be a Seinfeld theme to our team name. So our team name today is going to be Kramerica Industries. Very, very nice. Love it. All right, so we're going over to um, Eric and Mason. I don't know which one of you wants to uh, start this one off and who wants to give us the team name, but uh, we'll let you decide that amongst yourselves. Yeah, I guess I'll go. Eric's got the team name. So, yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, Trying to survive the crazy part of the year where I won't see any of, like, half of my students at one time. They won't see the other half, and it's just chaos but trying to be controlled chaos <laughs> but um yeah i'm doing okay teaching uh chaos theory as your uh <laughs> if it feels like it sometimes but no all right eric walling how are you doing i've heard uh heard groans coming from you yeah um i i warned dan before this that the look of pain that may show up from time to time in this game isn't because of his questions but more because I was diagnosed with a potential hernia today. So this is my flu game. If my flu game were a hernia instead. Um, and yeah, I am three days away from a vacation. So I'm going to be uncomfortable walking up and down the Las Vegas strip, uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, yeah. So I really, I'll probably just be hanging out at the pool, but we're going to a couple of concerts and a show and, so at least I get to sit for a lot of it. I can't think of a much worse city to go to if you can't really walk than yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah, luckily our uh, our hotel is like right on the um, the train that kind of takes you back and forth, and I think that's probably as much. Uh, maybe I'll just sit and gamble a lot more. Find me a good sports book and spend two dollars on horse names that I like. Um, yeah, so we Mason and I have a very similar discussion every time that we play together. And so we decided to parlay that into our team name today. And so our team name is just going to be, uh, we can never come up with a team name. Which is a, a factual statement. <laughs> it really is. And, and a great team name. So we've got, um, we can never come up with a team name up against Kramerica 
um, industries, American industries. And uh, we're going to kick it over to, um, to me for the rules and just some inside baseball. I actually recorded this thing. I don't actually read this live. Just, you know, just so you just so you know, I recorded this a long time ago. Don't give away the secret it. sauce. What? Seriously, nobody wants to see the finished or how the hot dogs are made. Okay, they just want to see the finished <laughs> hot dog. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see your today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. And it's time for the coin flip, which is a 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. Since Greg is our guest, Greg and Eric are going to be getting the coin flip. If you get it right, you get 10 points. If you don't get it right, the other team will get 10 points. And here is your coin flip question. I'd like to know who has played more games as a New York Met, Daryl Strawberry or Mookie Wilson? Okay, so Straw came up in 84. He was there until around 90. Mookie was there earlier. I'm not sure how much earlier, so I think it's going to be pretty close because he left around 87. Yeah. I think his straw started almost every game, whereas Mookie platooned with Dykstra a lot in the later years. That's the only reason I would lean straw. But, but Wilson was probably there more seasons, I would guess. Who did more drugs? All of them. <laughs> All of them. Definitely when it comes to Mookie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My gut would say Mookie Wilson, but I... Like I said, it's a coin flip, so just go whatever your your head. Yeah, my my gut would actually probably say strawberry, just because I think he started the whole time he was there. All right, go for it. So strawberry, it is. All right, checking in with uh, Daryl Strawberry. Um, Daryl Strawberry played one thousand one hundred and nine games as a Met, and Mookie Wilson played one thousand one hundred and sixteen games as a Met. So a difference of seven for Mookie Wilson. So uh, heading into the first quarter, we have a score of we can never come up with a team name with 10 and Craymerica Industries at zero. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items, where each item is worth ten points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Question number one in five on three. I'd like you to give me the top five most strikeouts thrown in the 2021 
MLB season. And I'm feeling generous. I'm going to give you the uh, the floor for the bottom for number five. You needed uh, 234 strikeouts to make the list. We're going to check in. All right. So Kramer, uh, Kramerica Industries. Why do I keep getting, I want to say enterprises for some reason. Kramerica Industries has checked in. Um, can never figure out a team name. I'm going to let you talk it out, even though I think you probably already are pretty much where you want to get. Yeah, we're. I think we're pretty close. I mean, we're pretty happy with the four names that we came up with. I don't think we're going to get to – there are too many other names uh, to fight through that we just couldn't pick one out that stood out in front of the rest. Right, not worth risking it for that. All right, so what do you have? So, yeah, so we went ahead and checked in with uh, Robbie Ray, uh, Scherzer, Cole, and Burns. All right. And uh, Kramerica Industries, what did you say? Yeah, so we went Robbie Ray, we had Garrett Cole, Max Scherzer, and Burns right off the bat, and then we kind of gambled on our last one. We weren't positive, but we felt good enough that he had a big enough year, um, and we went with Wheeler. Both teams are receiving points on this one. The uh, In order, Robbie Ray was number one with 248. Zach Wheeler, one behind 247. Garrett Cole at 243, Max Scherzer at 236, and Corbin Burns at 234. Excellent job, both teams. All right, we're going to move on to question number two. I'd like you to tell me the top five finishers at the 2022 Masters. Eric Walling, you were there, right? No, don't remind me. It makes me sad every time I think about it. I've been trying for 15 years. And I have been shut out. It's a tradition unlike any other. Is that your team name, the uh, a tradition just like many others? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think Eric getting shut out of Masters tickets gets on the uh, Benchwarmers bingo card. <laughs> yes. I would like to remind you, in the hopes that somebody from the Masters listens one time, because, you know, we should move him. We should move him in. Is this where we bring up the crocodile with that, with too many teeth, by the way? That's <laughs> the medulla obligata. That's only when somebody gets mad, or there's a crocodile. <laughs> it, it needs to. It, it needs to come up. I've been told in this episode to make it three in a row. That is. <laughs> We're gonna check in. America Enterprises. Enterprises. Why do I keep saying that? Is just <laughs> rent a car or something? We we did actually tonight, but it was from yeah. Hertz. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. America Industries has uh, checked in. So uh, we can never come up with a team name. Talk it out. Okay, so for sure, one and two are Scheffler and McElroy. Right. I think Cam Smith, uh, in spite of the fact that he had a few blow-up holes, ended up battling back and finishing in the top five. Like He may have been at like five under. Cause Rory was seven under. Smith was like a shot behind him or two behind him. Yeah, that, that feels about right. Then we have Lowry and Morikawa. And I, so I'm trying to remember because when Morikawa dunked that one in the last, on the last hole, I can't remember if that got him to three under or four under. Um, and if that would have been enough for the top five. Yeah. The only other name I can remember being close up there, that top five was Zalatoris, but I don't remember if he. And I thought Justin Thomas popped in my head too. Like I thought he just kind of hung around, but was never anything super spectacular. I think he was top 10, but not, but I don't think he got up there. I mean, I'm, 
I like I do remember Lowry finishing pretty well. I think Cam Smith. I like those four. I don't know if you if I feel confident, like super confident that Morikawa ended up being in the top five. So I'm good. We can gamble and go with those those five because I don't think I think Zalatoris finished at like one under, maybe two under. Yeah, I knew I knew he was close to top five. I just couldn't place right. specifically where. But I'm fine with going all five unless you want unless you are worried enough about it. I feel like Morikawa. It feels good as far as that. But I don't- yeah, I thought I remembered it saying that. I thought I remember hearing it propelled him into the top five when he made that that shot out of the bunker on eighteen, right after Rory did. So yeah, I'm willing to give it a shot because we might need it if we if we want to go for it. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. We'll, all right. So we'll check in with the five of Scheffler, McElroy, Smith, Lowry, and Morikawa. All right, and Cramerica Industries. What did you say? Yeah, so I didn't watch the Masters at all, but I did keep track just a little bit in case it came up in pub trivia. I know Scheffler won. I know McElroy was second. And then Eric picked up the other three of Morikawa, Smith, and Lowry. Both teams getting the points again. Um, it was uh, Scheffler first, McElroy second. Third was uh, Shane Lowry. Fourth was Cam Smith. And yes, Colin Morikawa did finish in the top five. Nicely done, both teams, again. That's going to bring us to the final question in five on three, and that's going to be the last five unique Olympic medalists in women's soccer, not including the United States of America. So this can be a gold, silver, or bronze, the last five countries to do it uniquely. So if one country did it twice, you would skip them the second time and move on to the next one. All right, we're going to check in. Craig America Industries has checked in, so we can never come up with a team name. You can talk it out. All right. So I think we have America's hat for sure because they won the last one and they beat the very beautiful team of Sweden. Um, I don't agree. Everyone's beautiful. True. But these ones are these people are actually visually beautiful. Um, the <laughs> um, the so Mason, you mentioned Germany. That I think that sounds right. Like I think they may have won. I'm trying to remember because I don't think the U.S. won the gold in Rio either. I, I yeah, I'm trying to remember. I don't think they did. Maybe in 2012 they did. For some reason, I have a recollection. U.S. playing Japan, and that might have been 2012. So the only thing I, that's popping into my head about that is that's, I thought, who they beat, like, in the World Cup game, like the one with the Rapino assist from, like, midfield that was unbelievable. I thought that was against Japan. But maybe it was against Korea. I don't know. This is something I just, that feels, 2012 feels like the right time. I just vaguely remember I remember watching something. It may have not been that. It may have been something else, but just a vague recollection of it. So I, it might be wrong about that. But I mean, I you're I I kind of like it. I mean, if you want to go with those four, I mean, for sure, Canada, Sweden, Germany, and Japan. Because um, where was twenty twelve? Was twenty twelve in? That's that would be uh, my my blank was London. Okay, and the oh wait, it was Beijing. Women are. Not good. Um, okay, so I'm I'm good with those four. If you want to go with those four, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. I don't have anything else. That's fine. Okay. So, Canada, Sweden, Germany, 
and Japan. All right. And Cray America Industries, what did you have? Yeah, we kind of had the same list. Uh, Canada played Sweden this past year, so they both would have meddled. Um, Japan, we threw Germany in there because they're just a good team. We assume they would have meddled at least once. And then for fun, Brazil. Both teams are receiving points again. Um, yes, Canada um, got the gold in 2021. Um, Sweden also got the 2021 silver. Uh, Germany with the 2016 gold. Japan, the 2012 silver. Brazil, the 2008 silver. And only two other teams have medaled. And that would be in 2000, Norway won the gold. And in 96, China won the silver. We've never guessed either of those. And you called it the 2021 Olympics. Is that the official name of it? We kind of call it the 2021 <laughs> Olympics. Uh, okay. 2020 adjacent Yeah, Olympics. All right. So after the first quarter, we have a score of Cramerica Industries with 150. And we can never come up with a team name with 140. Support for the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. The best in below in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 4 million men worldwide with this exclusive offer. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BTP at manscaped.com. Eight, four, 4 million men, 8 million balls. You know what to do. I let me let me tell you guys a little story um, about living in a house with five other dudes and sharing one bathroom and trying <laughs> to find the time to, you know, this is this is pre manscaped finding the time to do some uh, maintenance. It's not mm. fun. Lots of nicks and those are frightening to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. But with manscaped, you don't have to worry about that. It is designed. To, uh, to reduce nicks, snags, tugs. It's fantastic. I've been using it for years, and now that we have this awesome opportunity, I'm very excited to share it all with all of you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BTP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BTP. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. We move on to the second quarter. Today's second quarter will be The Missing Link. Son of a... The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host... With the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question number one in The Missing Link. This two-time All-Star, who is the Dodgers' single-season home runs leader, is one of only four players in history to have 300 home runs 
1,000 RBIs, 1,000 runs, 400 doubles, a 280 average, and 150 stolen bases. All right, we we can check in. All right, we can never figure out a team name has checked in. So, uh, Cranmerica Industries, you can talk it out. Uh, so, you said, was it Duke Snyder? Yeah, it's just the the two time All Star is the one thing that's throwing me here because it's going to be someone who had one big season and then just racked up numbers the rest of their career. And I thought maybe Snyder because he was pre All Star game. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true if he was pre All Star game because I feel like he was same time as Mantle who appeared in like 30 All Star games. I'm thinking like if you look at like say early 2000s, like I said, you're going to get a lot of these big number guys that missed a lot of all-star games because there was those perennial all-stars kicking them out every year. Um, one name that popped in my head was Sean Green. Okay. He had a huge couple seasons. Um, and for some reason in my head, I feel like he didn't make that many all-star games. But did he I, hit for average? He did. He He was an all-around guy. Okay. Like it was... Yeah, I like that better than Snyder. Yeah, I feel like it's more recent than old, to be honest. Yeah. But that's that's my guess. Um, so just for sheer running out of names, I, I would say Sean Green. Okay. All right, we're going to check in with Sean Green. All right, check in with uh, Sean Green. And um, we can never come up with a team name. What did you say? Um, yeah, I locked on to some of the same things that Eid was talking about. And a guy who had an irrationally great one season. And I don't remember the Dodgers having many big home run hitters since then. was Sean Green. So we checked in with Sean Green. Both teams are receiving points. Correct answer is Sean Green. Which means our theme-based answer so far, Sean Green. Don't make a guess, Wally. I know you want to. <laughs> Don't do it. Can I make a bunch of guesses like bird shot guesses if one of them lands in the circle it counts? Question number two in the missing link. Un- an undrafted defensive back out of Alcorn State. He played four years in the 80s winning a Super Bowl and finished his coaching career at 21, 33, and 1 in the same division in which he played. Okay. Is that? Yep. That connects? Yep. 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 Okay. We'll check in. All right. We can never come up with a team name. Has checked in. So, Cramerica Industries, you can talk it out. It's it's Leslie Frazier. I don't even know who that is, so I will defer to you on this. He's uh, the Bears, or not the, oh my God, the Vikings old coach. He played for the Bears. uh, Okay. He's the current defensive coordinator in Buffalo. So we're going to check in Leslie Frazier. And um, we can never come up with a team name. What did you say? Yeah, this hit me like a ton of bricks once I figured it out. Um, I just started thinking of Super Bowl teams in the 80s, 85 Bears I latched on to. And I remember looking this up for a question that Leslie Frazier was on the team. It made sense because he was Vikings head coach. And that seemed about the right time frame as far as the number of years he was the coach there. So we also checked in with Leslie Frazier. 
both teams receiving points on this one? Um, the correct answer is Leslie Frazier. So our themed-based answers so far are Sean Green and Leslie Frazier. Question number three. Who is the only Major League Baseball player to lead one league in hits one year and the other league in hits the next year? If both teams want, I can give you the decade in which this happened. I'd take it if you guys want it. Yeah, it's fine with me. This happened in the 1990s. Shout out to Jeff from Triviality for asking me this question on an episode of Triviality that I was on, and I did not get it right. <laughs> All right, hang on. I'm going to listen to something real quick. I'll be back. <laughs> minutes. I guess go with the second one, maybe, if you want to. Yeah, let's go with the second with one. That. Yeah. Okay. You good with that? Okay. Yeah, we'll, I'm fine with we'll, it. We'll check in. All right, we can never come up with a team name. Has checked in. Craymerica Industries. Talk it out. So we don't have much. When I first heard the question right away, I said DJ LeMayhew, but I think he was the first to lead an average for two leagues in different seasons, in back-to-back seasons. And then we, the only other person that I threw out there was maybe Steve Sachs for the Dodgers and Yankees. Any Mets that may have done it? Yeah, so I'm trying to think of that too, just to see if trying to sneak one by me. The 90s teams didn't have a lot of great hitters on them. Maybe Lance Johnson is the only one I could think of. Oh my! Yes, yes, he played for the White Sox. Then he jumped. Yeah, and I know he had a, an amazing year with the Mets, and he he holds like several records for them. So that's not not the worst. Go with, guy. It. Go with it. It's. I feel like Dan will throw you a bone here. I would go with it. Okay, then I guess we're checking in. Okay, and um, we can never come up with a team name. What did you say? We had a couple of names that popped up. Um, Mason mentioned Paul Molitor. Uh, I was worried that the Brewers may have still been an AL team at that time. Uh, then we thought maybe Roberto Alomar when he went from like the Indians, Blue Jays over to the Mets. But ultimately we settled on a guy that I, that has one of the most punchable faces in Major League Baseball history. And we guessed Paul O'Neill. One team will be getting points on this one. And I would have... Uh taken away both of your fandom cards had you not come up with the answer of Lance Johnson who plays for both of your favorite teams I didn't even think of like like Dan throwing you a bone like for a Met and I'm like (laughs) Uh, so Johnson led the American League in 1995 with 186 hits and with the White Sox and the National League with the Mets in 1996 with 227 and I had no, I, I had no idea. I, when Jeff said the answer was Lance Johnson, I said, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I, I honestly had no recollection of him leading the league in hits. So. Should have lucky Johnson did. Yeah. I had no Should recollection have... of him as a person. So <laughs> Your theme length answers so far are Sean Green, Leslie Frazier, and Lance Johnson. Question number four. In 2014, he became the first openly gay player to play in any of the big four sports leagues and only the second openly gay player after the LA Galaxy's Robbie Roberts to play in a major U.S. or Canadian men's sports league. 
I'm fine with going with that since it's something we're both kind of thinking along the lines of. Okay. I'm I'm good with it too. We can, you want to check in? Yeah, we'll check in. Okay. We can never come up with a team name is checked in, so Kramerica Industries, you can talk it out. We have some names we're bouncing around, but we're not certain on which league came first. So Michael Sam was the first drafted player in the NFL that was openly gay. He never played a regular season game. Um, okay, I geez. think the first to play was Carl Nassib. I think I've yeah. seen a question on that. And in um, baseball, I don't think he ever played the major leagues, but Billy Bean, I think, was the first. Not the Oakland GM, but same name. That was not 2014, though. Okay. So Jason Collins was around 2014. It was around the same time the whole Michael Sam thing happened. Okay. So I, I I can't get off. I can't think of anybody else there around that time frame. And I know he played. I, I know he definitely played after coming out. So I, I, if you're good with it, I'm, I, I say we go with it. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. We'll check in with Jason Collins. Okay. And um, we can never come up with a team name. What did you say? Uh, we also checked in with Collins. Both teams are going to be receiving points on this one. Correct answer is Jason Collins. He uh, came out after the 2012-2013 NBA season and then signed a free agent contract with the Nets in February of 2014. So he was out of the league for about a half a, half a season before he came back into the league. All right, our theme-linked answers so far are Sean Green, Leslie Frazier, Lance Johnson, Jason Collins. Question number five in the missing link. Born Jonathan Wisniewski in 1951, this WWF superstar had the fifth longest intercontinental championship reign from September 1984 to May 1985, and partnered with Brutus Beefcake to win the WWF Tag Team titles as a member of the Dream Team in August of 1985. All of this before his exit from the Federation following shortly after his future partner, the Honky Tonk Man. Greg, we can check in. Okay, go for it, because, yeah, I, I don't know wrestling. All right, we're checked in. All right. Kramerica Industries has checked in, so we can never come up with a team name. You can talk it out. That's a nice little nap I had. All right, go ahead, Wallace. <laughs> Trying to think of who partnered with Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And apparently the Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> I feel like that's made up, but anyway. Um, no, the Honky Tonk Man was great. I used to use him all the time in the old WWF. Um video games he just was like an elvis impersonator and that was his whole shtick and that wasn't was much else too okay all right well i will sit here and be moral support because i have nothing this means absolutely nothing to me we're coming into halftime too so yeah really just (laughs) smooth sailing now i'll call you uh i'll call you yeah anything to do with his name do you think maybe his name is based off of his actual name in any way I don't know. I'm trying to. I mean, at least we have an age, right? We have a time. We have a time frame. 
So yeah, I, I, that that doesn't help me in any way, but maybe it helps you in some way. I used to like Brutus the Barber Beefcake because he used to cut people's hair, uh, like with a big shear, I think, or at least that's what his toy came with. Uh, I'm just gonna say the British Bulldog because I'm out of ideas. Sounds good, good to me. Okay. I would have been gone with anything that you said. So yeah, it's, that's fine. It's called. Right. It's just chicken with the British Bulldog. Dave All right. Guys. And uh, Cremerica Industries. I'm guessing Eric, you're the one that's going to be giving your answer on this one. Yeah, I watched a lot of those. Was it the Dark Side of the Ring? And he's popped up a few times in some of those. Um, and those think those episodes are just amazing. If you've never watched Dark Side of the Ring, holy crap! Even if you're not a wrestling fan, those are just great. Anyway, um, I heard the name and I recognized it, and it was uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. One team will be getting points on this one. The uh, correct answer is Greg the Hammer Valentine. Um, I would say that uh, Greg Valentine arguably had the second best figure four leg lock and the second best intentional face plant of any platinum blonde heel in wrestling history. And if you understood what I just meant there, congratulations, you're a real wrestling fan. All right, so our themed-based answers after five questions are Sean Green, Leslie Frazier, Lance Johnson, Jason Collins, and Greg the Hammer Valentine. I've had one team give me an answer. Um, so um, I've had actually I've had both teams give me an answer. One of them incorrect. So I'm going to let uh, we can never come up with a team name. Discuss a little further if they want to try and figure out what the theme is. Yeah, well, I, I figured it out. Yep, I think I did. That's like now that I've already put in the wrong answer. Um, let's see. The the disguise man himself, Mr. Bobby Valentine, uh Terry Collins, David Johnson. I think these are all Mets managers. All right. And um Eric and Greg, or I guess Cramerica Industries, what did you say? Yeah, uh, you didn't mention Dallas Green. I think the, the name Frazier was throwing me off the first few rounds because I'm still not certain who it is, but it sounds familiar from someone from the 60s or 70s, uh, New York Mets managers. That is correct. Um, it was Dallas Green. It's Joe Frazier from 76 to 77. Um, Davey Johnson, Terry Collins, and Bobby Valentine. Both teams will be receiving 50 points on that. And that means that after... The second quarter, we have scores of Cramerica Industries with 300, and we can never come up with the team name. It's 250. And that will bring us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. So for this halftime, I'm going to give you a movie quote from a non-sports movie, but it has to do with sports. Every quote has to do with sports. I need you to tell me the actor or actress that delivered the line. 
So I'm giving you a quote from a movie, not a sports movie. You need to tell me the actor or actress that delivered the line, not the movie itself, not the character, but the actor or actress that delivered the line. All right, question number one. Just walking in here makes me feel queasy. The brick walls, the expletive deleted mopes at the tables, the musty smell. I feel like Buckner walking back into Shea. Yeah, those are names. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, we're, I'm good. We'll check it in. All right. We can never come up with a team name is checked in. So, Cramerica Industries, you can talk it out. Anything? Yeah, I got nothing. I'm, I don't think it's a movie I've seen, to be honest. It sounds familiar. And I don't know, for some reason, I'm thinking it might be a mobster movie. Okay. Thinking De Niro or something, but it's a total guess. Pick one, go with it, because I got I have next to nothing. Yeah, sure, De Niro. Pick, no, right, yep, yeah. let's go with it. All right, all right, and we can never come up with a team name. What did you say? Yeah, I thought this was a quote from Rounders, and so I said Matt Damon. But after I'm thinking about it, now I'm worried that it might be Ray Liotta from Goodfellas. It's Go pronounced ahead. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> All right, so you checked in with... With Matt Damon. With Matt Damon, okay. Um, this is from the movie Rounders. It's Mikey McDermott, played by Matt Damon. This is when he walks Matt. down into the Russian's place. Yep, after having a bad beat there. Yeah. Pay him. Pay that Pay man. Pay the man his money. I splash the pet. Never the. I vent. Everybody do our bad Russian John Malkovich impression. <laughs> no one does as as bad of a Russian accent as John Malkovich. So, <laughs> and yet, <laughs> question number two: I want a guy who can play thirty six holes and still have enough energy to take Warren and me to a baseball game and eat hot dogs. I'm talking sausage hot dogs and beer, not light beer, but beer. We can check in. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in this one as well. It's um, something about Mary, Cameron Diaz. All right. And um, we can never come up with a team name. What did you say? Yep. Uh, it's, uh, when she said Warren, I knew exactly who it was. Cameron Diaz from something about Mary. Warren. <laughs> Have you seen my baseball? Have you seen my baseball? Franks and Beans. Yes, that is uh, Cameron Diaz, um, Mary from There's Something About Mary. Um, from uh, from 1998's There's Something About Mary. And that was also 1998's Rounders. So just throwing that out there. Uh, cool Runnings is coming up. So. <laughs> Armageddon. Right, question number three. Donnie was a good bowler and a good man. He was one of us. He was a man who loved the outdoors and bowling. And as a surfer, he explored the beaches of Southern California from La Jolla to Leo Carrillo and up to Pismo. Yeah, I, I think we can go with my, what I said first. Yeah, I trust you. Okay. All right. Cray America Industries has checked in, so we can never come up with a team name. You can talk it up. Okay, well, when I hear bowling movies, it's... Um... I think Lebowski um, or Kingpin, but I think that's Kingpin's a little too sportsy to be in this. So I 
torn between Goodman and Bridges, and I'm going to check in with Jeff Bridges. All right. And Craymerica Industries, what did you say? So we knew it was Lebowski, but we went with John Goodman. One team is getting points on this one. Correct answer is John Goodman. He's giving uh, Steve Buscemi's eulogy um, as they um, return him to the bosom of the Pacific Ocean, (laughs) as they thought his last wishes would be just to all of his ashes just to end up on the dude. Makes me laugh every time I see that movie. Every time I see that scene. I watched that scene in preparation for this question and laughed out loud again. (laughs) All right. So after halftime, we have a score of Cramerica Industries, 350. And we can never come up with a team name. Is that 300? I'm now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be Let It Ride or Throw in the Towel. Let it ride or throw in the towel. For this quarter, there will be four questions in a given category that increase in difficulty. After each question, teams can decide to let it ride and attempt the next question or throw in the towel and take the points they have accumulated to that point. Each question is worth 50 points. If a team answers incorrectly, they will lose half of their points accumulated in the quarter. So for... This quarter of Let It Ride and Throw in the Towel, I'm going to supply you with a team name and a time frame. And I need you to tell me who the team captain was during that stretch. So if I were to say New York Yankees 2003 to 2014, the answer would be Derek Jeter. Alex Rodriguez. Oh, sorry. Babe, they're not. (laughs) All right. Question number one. Washington Capitals, 2009 to present. We can check in. All right, Cramerica Industries has checked in. Um, we can never come up with a team name. We can talk it out. Who's the guy from the insurance commercial with the picture? One of the greatest. <laughs> That's a great commercial. <laughs> yeah, this is Ovechkin, right? Okay. Yeah, we'll go ahead and check in with Ovechkin. All right. And Cramerica Industries, what did you say? It's Alex the Great, Alexander Ovechkin. Nothing getting past you on this one. That is correct, Alex Ovechkin. Um, So we are going to ask the teams, and we're going to – I'm going to enforce the rule that I think should be the rule, and that is that if you are in the lead, you decide first. Greg, it's up to you. So these increase in difficulty? Yes. Just know I, I I will always say yes. So yeah, just... <laughs> I'm ready to go at least one more. All right. All right. And um, we can never come up with a team name? Yeah, I think we have to. Yeah. All right. Question number two. Manchester United, 
2014 to 2017. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. We can check. Okay. It out. All right. We can never come up with a team name is checked in. Cray America Industries. Talk it out. Yeah. So I don't really follow soccer, football. Um, did Cristiano Ronaldo play for them in that time period? No, no, no. no. Okay. Um, so then I've got nothing. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be easier name. So I'm, I'm inclined to say Wayne Rooney. So I'm, we're going to check in with Wayne Rooney. All right. And uh, we can never come up with a team name. What did you say? Yeah, so I'm going through it. I think it's post, like, Rio Ferdinand and Vidic, who both would have had it around that time. And then you had Giggs and Skulls who would have had it. And so the only guy that makes sense around that time frame is Wayne Rooney. Both teams are getting points on that one. Correct answer is Wayne Rooney. Okay, so we're going to go back to uh, Crimea Industries. Going to keep going or are you going to throw in the towel? I say we keep going. I, that's my call. I mean, hopefully that's the one that I'm completely clueless on, but sure. <laughs> Let's keep going. All right. And um, we can never come up with a team name. What do you think, Mason? Sure. What the heck? Uh, sure. Points are made up, right? Yeah. No free t-shirt for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Both teams moving on. Question number three. New York Mets. 2001 to 2004. Yeah, I, I think I like your guess. This is the only reason I say that. I'm pretty sure of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I know he was there then, so that, yeah. that fits. Yeah. It's like a big... I, all right, we're going to check him. All right. And um, we could never come up with a team name. It's probably not Piazza, because that would have been... An easy one. I was wondering if ATL was around then um, or would have been a captain. You lose 50 points just for saying <laughs> that. <laughs> but I kind of like the last name. It's because he was around for forever. Yeah. Was it, wasn't like, he there multiple times? Yeah. That's why. Because he and was he, there and then left and then came back. and He definitely was there with the black jersey Mets. Trying to go around. You had Alomar. You had Ordonez. Shiyoshi Shinjo. Was he a team captain? Bless you. Um, thank <laughs> you. He had a he's team captain of wristbands. That's for sure. Um, Royce Clayton was around then. I've been led to believe it's pronounced Hoyce. Hoyce. <laughs> that's his. That's his Brazilian <laughs> cousin. <laughs> I. Do you want to go with Franco? With John Franco, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. I mean, I think it's a reasonable guess from what we have. It's between him and Lighter for me as guys who had been there for a long time who probably would have been captains. And okay. I like it. So yeah, let's check in with Franco. John, we'll just go Franco because if Julio was around and he was or captain, Francisco, <laughs> then we can we could get credit. It's like sort of like a it's a lucky Franco. Or James, who knows? Who know? All right, so you're checking in with Franco. Franco, and just that Franco. was that was his name out. Yes. Okay, and um, Cramerica Industries. What did you say? So Eric actually got this one before me. My first thought was lighter, and then he mentioned Franco was there in nine eleven. I didn't think Franco was still there at that time, but he was definitely there nine eleven. So we went with Franco as well. 
both teams getting the uh, points on this one. Um, correct answer is John Franco. Although the, your your blanket Franco would have uh, would have covered uh, Generalissimo <laughs> Francisco Franco as well, just in case he was the answer. God. I sure hope he wasn't captain. Uh, he, he was okay. dead at that point. He was still dead at that. A point. Very young <laughs> Wander Franco as well. So he was just <laughs> making his debut. All right. So going into the final question and let it ride, throw in the towel. I need to know, Cramerica Industries. Yes or no? We haven't sweat yet, so I mean, yeah, sure. Let's re- let's roll. Okay, and we can never come up with a team name. Our best shot at points is to not lose any and hope that they miss, because that would right. Because even if we both get it right, we're still losing. So... Right, we're down fifty points, or if they get it wrong, we're they up lose 70. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. So I I think we're gonna have to hope that Dan has some stumper yeah. of a last one yeah i hope so. that he asked for the melbourne demons 1922 to 1923 so we're gonna throw in the towel and pray all right all right so we're going for uh, just cramerica industries question number four the melbourne demons 2020 through ah. present oh wow what a what a good pre-call. <laughs> kind of hoping called for the <laughs> demons on that. That's, that's amazing. That's impressive. It's kind of hoping for. Why didn't I see this coming? Nineteen twenties. <laughs> that's why we stopped. That that's kangaroo racing. What are we talking? About? <laughs> yes. Well, that's what they do in North Melbourne. Uh, what is that giant bald individual's name? Um... <laughs> Max gone. Checking in with Max gone. Yes, please. That is correct. Correct answer is Max <laughs> gone. Wow. I've wondered if it was recent, if Ed would be able to pull it. That's why I was hoping for ancient like Dan, history demons. <laughs> Dan Dan has said over and over and over again that Australian rules football is just spectacular, and I like him have been waking up at four a.m. and five a.m. to watch games. So it's yes, it is. Even though my Port Adelaide power have been quite wretched to start the season, yeah, <laughs> they have been. <laughs> um, Understatement. Sorry. Um, yes, Max Gaughan has been the captain for the last two years, and he is um, probably the most dominant ruckman in the league right now. And he's only slightly better than the backup ruckman that the D's have in. Uh, coming up so that's uh Uh, but i'm just gonna point this out collingwood has the prettiest ruckman in brody grundy so you're welcome Mm. you're saying he's prettier than max gone everyone look up max gone and tell me he's not pretty max gone is very he's the guy you don't want to like if you see there's a fight in a bar and he comes up you're just leaving you're just like i apologize i'm going i was wrong he was he's he's also what six eleven oh he's like seven one yeah yeah, you yeah. don't have to be dominant at seven one. You just it's just stand there. You don't even I'd have like, to jump. I'd like to submit Connor Rosie as the prettiest man in Aussie Rules football. Look up Brody Grundy. His hair is spectacular. <laughs> if you want to talk about hair, you got to go with the um, the uh, Western Bulldogs. Those guys all have hair for days. They do. Just in the back. 
Yeah, just in the back though. It's an it's 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 all business up front and an amazing party in the back. So after the third quarter, we have scores of Cramerica Industries has increased their lead to 550, and we can never come up with the team name 450. Support for today's Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code... BTP at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about uh, 8 million balls. So to get 20% off and free shipping with the code BTP at manscaped.com, head on over there and get that 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using the code BTP. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. That is going to bring us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Question one. Phillies, and that is in horse racing. Question two, Braves, and that is in dangerous sports. Question three, Marlins, that is in tennis. And question four, Nationals, miscellaneous sports. It's the vaguest category of all time. And the category is sports. 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 No, it's miscellaneous sports. So a bunch Any of sports. Sport. <laughs> Wondering how miscellaneous this is going to be. Well, and... This is going to be like miscellaneous meat. So not, not, not your steaks, not your 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 loins. No, like no. A, like, right. Miscellaneous like meat. Like a luncheon loaf. We don't yes. know what it is. Yes, exactly. Like a hot dog. Well, you know what that is. It's now <laughs> it's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Listen, I'm really into magnet fishing. Is that is that a sport? In the game of in the oh, game of Calvin Ball. <laughs> how many how many points is it when your left foot touches the base of a tree See, while that's not, not looking fair. into the sun? That's not fair because that the answer to that changes depending on <laughs> depending on the exactly. day of the week exactly. and the weather. <laughs> in OQL and in some of these international leagues, I mean, I keep finding these keep coming across these weird international sports. That's why when I think miscellaneous, I think of that like kabaddi or floorball or ringette. We've actually talked about kabaddi on this podcast. I asked a question about the, the number of players, and, uh, and David yeah. somehow watched it when he went to India or something and knew the answer. I was like, "Well, okay, well." If you any <laughs> strongman competition stuff from like the two thousands till now, we're good. You just have to say Magnuson. Yes, there's Man, your answer. Magnuson. 
All right, in the or Jacksonville Iceland. Sausage <laughs> Cornhole Championships. Johnsonville. Oh, Johnson. Sorry, I was talking misspoke. Misspoke. Yeah, yeah. Same. Same. Charlie Murphy's cooking Johnsonville brats. Johnsonville brats. I am a professional cornhole player. I don't know if I told anybody that yet. You sign up. Yeah. <laughs> I I almost won sideline passes to an LSU football game. They had a cornhole tournament in the quad. Made it to the quarterfinals with some random dude I'd never met. And that's about the best I could do. We got insanely lucky. I watched I watched cornhole after the hot dog eating last this past fourth of july they're like oh sign up here and you'd be like and you just find a tournament and go to it you're like oh, yeah. yep i'm signed up I'm, pro- I'm a pro now yeah there you go that's all it takes to be a pro is signing yeah. up yeah. and a sausage sponsor of some type so i'm looking for a sausage sponsor um girthier the better please <laughs> looking Speaking of that our sponsor is manscaped a <laughs> sausage <laughs> sponsor Looking for a sausage sponsor. Roy, Roy, Royce Clayton with a soft H. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. All right, question number one in this category of Phillies. First run in 1867, which of horse racing's triple crown races is the oldest? And I'm going to give you a hint. If you know horse racing, it's one of three. If you don't know horse racing, it's still one of three. I agree, Greg. We can check that out. Cray America Industries has checked in. That means that um, we can never come up with a team name. You can talk it out. Okay. I'm assuming since this is the fourth quarter, it's not the Kentucky Derby. So really, I I actually, yeah, I was going to eliminate that. I actually know when the first Kentucky Derby was. It's not that year. there. Matt was there. No, it was I, for there. some reason I, it's 1875. I don't know why I know that. I that just sticks out in my head. So I, I was going to eliminate that one anyway. So Belmont and Preakness. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything. <laughs> that was all. That was my fact about this. I don't know which one's older. So um, of the two, I like Belmont. Yep. Fine by me. Let's all right, you're check in with Belmont for how many points? Seventy-five points, sir. And Craymerica Industries. What did you say and how much did you wager? So we also went with Belmont, spent a lot of time there when I lived in New York. I'm pretty sure it's the oldest, and we bet 100. Both teams will be getting points on this one. Correct answer is the Belmont Stakes. Um, they all kind of came around close to one another, but the Belmont is the apparently the granddaddy of them all, which you can't call it because the Rose Bowl, which was not as long, around as long, is called the granddaddy of them all, so... Question number two, in Braves, in the dangerous sport of base jumping, the letters B-A-S-E stand for the four types of fixed objects that one can jump from. Name all four with points being awarded for three correct answers. So basically you get four guesses at three answers. And I will say that if you give me an answer that does not start with one of the correct letters, if it is correct, I will still give you the points for it. Because there are a couple of them, two of them, that have two different names that they could possibly be. We're going to check in. Kramerica Industries has checked in, so we can never come up with a team name. Talk it out. I think, Mason, if we do building... So I, th- I said building an antenna. You said bridges. Technically, we get four guesses to get three right. So if that B 
is either of them. one of the two. Unless it's another name. Like, I can't think of an S unless it's because it's not sky unless you know a way you can stand on something <laughs> in the sky and jump off of it. For the E, I was thinking Earth because it's like jumping off the ground. <laughs> you just jump, jump off the ground. Yeah, jump off of the ground. Jump off of a. Well, so other things are are buildings. Earth. I mean, I can't think of a better, a better E. <laughs> but that would be like a mountain or a, yeah, or a mesa or something like that. I, I was thinking like just an archipelago. In the air off the ground. That's what I. That's yeah. what I was first thinking. Oh, like, yeah. just standing on the yeah, grass. You just jump, jump up in the air. Off I base jump. Look at that. Yeah, let's Big go air base, base jumping. Everybody, take a minute. Go base jump and come back. I, okay. So yeah, we so can go double building, dip on the B and then buildings. Building and bridges, antennas, and earth. Yeah, and we'll just hope that 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 B is yeah. one of the two. For yeah. how many points? For seventy-five points. And Cramerica Industries. What did you say? So we bet a hundred again. I think the B is building. The A is antenna. The S is the span, which makes up for bridges, and then earth is the E. Both teams are going to be receiving their points on this one. Yeah, the correct answer is buildings, and then antenna or radio towers, spans or bridges, and earth or cliffs. So we uh, both teams will be receiving their points for that one. Excellent job. Moving on to question number three in Marlins. The 2021 Netflix documentary Untold Breaking Point examines the debilitating social anxiety experienced by which former tennis pro? Andy Roddick, this player's former roommate and doubles partner, is featured heavily in the documentary. I just scrolled by this earlier and went, oh, I'll go back to that. And then I, oh, I should have watched it. You should have watched it. You should have told me this question was going to be on there. I would have watched it. You know what? If I would have known before six hours ago that this question was going to be here, I would have told you. <laughs> We're going to check in. Kramerica Industries has checked in. We can never come up with a team name and talk it out. Never come up with this answer. Yeah. The only way I'm approaching this, because I'm not familiar with this, I'm trying to think what the category has to do with this, because nothing in the question indicates anything about that. This is someone who's from Miami, like I, I, Jim Jim Miami, the famous tennis player. Um, is he related to former Miami Marlins owner Derek Jeter? To someone from from, I'll say like Marlin from Finding Nemo, but that is probably nothing. Um, <laughs> it's Dory. It's P Sherman. Yeah, know. yeah, forty two Wallaby Way City. I feel like that's the only way we're going to be able to get there because I have nothing. Oh, oh, oh. I think I got it. I think it's Marty Fish. I that's a person? That's, that's a person. I think that's a tennis player. And it and and it fits the thing. So That would make sense, yeah. If it, okay, that's let's that's a real in. name. Let's check in with Marty Fish for 75 points. All right. And Kramerica Industries, what did you say? I was blanking on his first name. We just checked in with Fish for 100 points. The 70s television show? Yes. <laughs> the jam band. Yeah. Called Wanda. Was it with a P? No H. 
both teams getting their points on this one. Correct answer is Marty Fish. Marty with a D, by the way. M-A-R-D-Y. Fish. Um, I have not watched Untold the Breaking Point yet, but I have scrolled past it about 43 times. Um, I should probably watch that. I ended up trying to figure out if things were cake instead. <laughs> yes, that was not scrolled past. Were, they, were things cake? Some things were, as a matter of fact. You wouldn't believe it. I wow. hate the stuff that it just, I hate everything about everything. <laughs> <laughs> here's a show well here's a show about baking stuff and they do a terrible job well i i'll see you there and i'm gonna make stuff look like a handbag and then we're gonna cut it and oh guess what it's a handbag (laughs) with a katana (laughs) do they eat the handbag when it's done they better if they get it wrong they they don't get to eat the handbag i haven't even really that's like a double negative there and they even got the worst, like the worst old Saturday Night Live guy, the like over actor. We needed to dial it back just a hair. They got Kevin Nealon? No, Mikey Day. Mikey Day yeah, yeah. Oh. He he barely a Saturday Night Live guy. Barely name one skit he was ever like the head guy in. Right, Donald Trump um, Jr. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Question four in nationals: the national sport of Russia is a team game played on ice. 11 players in skates use sticks to try to knock a ball into a goal. The sheet of ice is around the size of a football or soccer pitch. Name this one-word sport that somewhat resembles a giant game of hockey. If, if you've heard of that, if that makes means something to you, I say we go with it. I'm pretty certain I've heard of that as a sport. I couldn't tell you in what country it was, and okay. I would never have guessed Russia. But okay, we're, we're gonna we'll, we'll check in. Cramerica Industries has checked in for one last time. We can never come up with a team name. Talk it out. Is it in the oh. brain by you? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I I, was, I I vaguely recall reading about this because I think there was some hockey player that talked about, or was an article about him playing it. For some reason, I think it starts with a B, but I don't have anything past that. I'm trying to go through the alphabet, seeing if anything sticks, and it's not. The only other thing I have, I don't recall it being like a very Russian name. I, I think this is something. So, so Hawkinski is out. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, it's 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 something something more tame. It's it's not. Yeah, I'm just. I'm... I just I can't. I can't think of what it's called. I'm just setting picks for you to find an open spot on the floor right now and knock this one down because I'm never going <sighs> to there. We can just make up a word that starts with letter B. Sure. It's, it's the best I can do. It's not Russian. It's it's okay. I don't even know what language it's from. It may maybe something completely different. It's it's not a Russian name though. I just it's not. It's not Bob's coming. Bob's not a Russian name. We're just gonna call this word Bob. Yeah, it's just Bob. In Russia, we play Bob. In Big Russia, hockey. Bob plays you. Big hockey. Oh, I, at this point, it's, I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't have any. I don't right. have anything. Would be um, if B, it could be big hockey. It's only one word. Though. <laughs> big hockey. <laughs> Ski. Um, I'm fine with whatever. At this point, I don't have anything right. more than what I gave you. That's that's as far as I can get. Once I hear it, it may not even be what I'm thinking of. Once I okay. Once I hear it, I'll probably connect it, but. We're going to go with that Russian B sport. 
for 76 points. That Russian B sport? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Got it. <laughs> and uh, Cramerica Industries, what did you say? So I, I heard about this years ago, and I remember it was a – they refer to it more, mostly as Russian hockey, but like I said, I don't think Dan was going to take that. Um, and then I remember the first time I heard it, it was a stupid name. I made a stupid joke, um, and I'm pretty sure it's called Bandy. One team is getting points on this one. Oh, it's us, isn't it? Correct answer is Bob. Yes. We didn't even check in with Bob. <laughs> Correct answer is Bandy. It is not a Russian sport in its beginnings, but it is the national sport of Russia, which is why it doesn't sound like a Russian name. Yeah. What a fine girl. Yeah. What a good wife she would be. <laughs> The game has come to an end, and We Can Never Come Up With a Team Name has finished with a respectable 599 points. But our clipboard captains of the game receiving the coveted Steve Dills Award, Cramerica Industries, with a score of 950 points. So if he has a hole... Does that make it a Dills hole? It does. It does. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations to Cramerica Industries or Enterprises or Cramerica, we build things together, whatever your team name is. Greg, thank you for coming on. Anything you'd like to um, just like to say before you uh, before we send you on your way? No, just like to thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, definitely thank you, Eric, for being my teammate. I don't think I would have won on my own. But, uh, yeah. Thank you. We we worked well together. You pulled a lot, like a lot of that stuff in the beginning. I probably wouldn't have had like the, the base jumping. I had an idea, but I probably would have sat here for 20 minutes thinking about it, and you just threw it out there, so that was perfect. Eric and Mason? Ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah, I mean, uh, they... A bandy from, saw, as a matter of fact. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that's the, the new new record, I guess, if you want to think about it that way, because it was 900, so they ended up beating that. So yeah, we, we would, would have had to play even perfectly still wouldn't have got them, but yeah, yeah, I think we still put up respectable showing at least. Oh, you absolutely did. I mean, you were really close to what, uh, seven fifty one. That's, that's not a, that's not a bad score either. So. Manscaped. (laughs) (laughs) Much gentler. Trim you up good from your taint to your teeth. And you know what? Manscaped is not just about the nether regions. I, just want, to, I want to throw that out there for all of you that are a little, a little afraid of that. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm up there in my age. I know I don't play it on, on the uh, podcast very much, but I'm, I'm getting up there and I'm starting to see these little white hairs coming out of like my ears, my nose, and it's disgusting. And hey, Manscaped's got you covered there too, because they sent me this little handy dandy contraption that just gets rid of all those things. Used it yeah. uh, the other day. I'm clean as a whistle up in here right now. Can you see it? I can't see it because it's gone, Dan. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Not so get, not Manscaped, not just about, you know, the guys. But it is because at the same time, I, I got in trouble, but I told my wife I was using it as directed. Um, the ball toner, 
Uh, it says to let it air dry, and I had to, so she had no right to complain. <laughs> well, well, you were on a playground, Eric. So, well, I can't go back there. <laughs> the cops did not want to hear me say I'm like I was pointing at the bottle, used <laughs> as directed. I had to let them air dry. I'll be in court later. <laughs> that should get us probably as many uh, orders as I think we need. Hey, I'm just going to throw it out there before we're done here. If we do reach our quota, we're not going to say what our number is, but if we do reach the quota that we do need, um, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I got this nice, big, thick beard going right now. I'm going to shave this thing in a, uh, I don't know, in a manner that could be, you know, imitating, I don't know what, should we go, uh, go Hulk Hogan? Ooh. Could go uh, Rod Beck minus the cocaine. Captain Lou. Captain Lou. I could put a rubber band on my face. <laughs> um, I, maybe even Chester A. Arthur. I'd even I even consider that one. So we get our we get our quota. Um, I'll do a uh, I'll do the I'll do the shave. We'll we'll make it fun. We'll post pictures on the bench and everything. So let's uh, get out there and buy your manscape stuff. Mutton chop, yaz. Sure, anything. The world's your oyster with me. Maybe even the Eddie Murray. I'll do the Raleigh Fingers. Ooh. Do the George Foster. Ooh, I don't know if some, I could. Those are some sharp sideburns. Do the uh, Claude L. Washington. I don't even know what that is. I just wanted to say Claude L. Washington. Anyway, with that, thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Oh, yeah. And and, and promo code BTP at manscaped.com. That's B is in Barbara. T is in, hey, there's Barbara. And P is in, put Barbara down. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center from Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.